Hi. Hello. How are you today? I hope you're doing really well. I have to apologize. I'm not fully sure if this is going to come out on time or not. I've been working hard literally the last whole entire month. Um, all of May, essentially. And a little bit of April. Really trying to... And June. Obviously, now we're in June. I'm trying to focus intently on my career and be really focused on my career um, and make some bigger career moves doing some learning related things getting some things taken care of and upgrading and updating some things so i have been working a little more slowly but i'm still trying to make sure every single tuesday a podcast is out and as of today that's happened Um, but I will say I'm not fully sure if this will be out on a Tuesday and for that I am sorry but I am also thankful you're here and you're listening to this podcast I'm gonna have disclaimers as always Um, and actually the real reason I have disclaimers is because I think there's a select few that will listen to my episodes and get things confused Um, misconstrue and misinterpret things this podcast is not about anyone except for me and any other people pleaser out there that has retired from people pleasing this podcast is for people who have struggled with forging their own path and creating their own life and therefore need to address the things they believe in order to do that and to do that unapologetically Um, to live unapologetically, and to make their own life, make their own mistakes and make their own accomplishments. In this podcast, I share stories. As I mentioned before, the stories have nothing to do with the people involved and everything to do with the actual event that happened because I believe experiences are how we learn. At least that's how I learn. I learn from experiences. I have made it very clear in several episodes, and I will say it again in every single episode. At this point, I think it's bogus that anyone could say anything otherwise, but essentially, I believe that I have fucked up in a lot of ways in life. Time and time again, I've told you that. Time and time again, I've owned up to that. Time and time again, I've been very clear that I fucked up, and I've been working on change intensively the whole last decade of my life. Because as I've mentioned before, when I went to college and I went out of state, I had to unlearn a lot of things. Some things were just natural things from environment that I had to unlearn. Some things were social that I had to unlearn. Some things were internal that I had to unlearn. And the blame, really, when it comes to who's gonna do the work is on me, right? I don't believe anyone can say their upbringing made them this way and so they're gonna stay this way and that they're stuck because of their upbringing. I don't think that's real. I think anybody can change. Everyone can change and everyone should change. Change their actions, address their beliefs. I think as Jay Seti said, People's change is through understanding themselves. My change has been through better understanding myself, largely. Uh, And I I feel like I made that clear from a lot of episodes, so I just want that to be extra clear. 
because this is my podcast show. (laughs) And thankfully, I can say the things that I believe need to be said. Now, as I said before, I don't share the minor details of situations in my podcast because that's not the point of my podcast. In any moment of me sharing a detail, it's only because it explains why the lesson is the lesson. Other than that, I don't care if y'all know the minor details to anything I say because that's not the point of you being here. And that to me is actual gossip. You know, if I'm making it more about the minor details, then it's not about the lesson. And that's not the point of my podcast. So I don't share minor details on purpose. I'm not going to be ultra specific on purpose because my podcast isn't about an individual person. My podcast is about people pleasers who need help because I needed help. I needed someone like my best friend to stand next to me and be like, hey, you need to probably work on this. You need to change this. You should definitely try to do that thing that you keep talking about trying. Essentially, that's a friend, right? That's, that's a friend, essentially. That's someone having companionship with you. Friendship, companionship. I guess, you know, you can have friendship within non-friendship relationships, like friendship within marriage or friendship within um, family or whatever. Um, that's companionship and friendship. Being there alongside someone to say, hey, I noticed this thing and... I think you'd be great at it. You just need confidence. Or maybe if that person is coming to you and they're saying, I'm stuck and struggling here, you can tell them, well, I've seen this and I, I care about you and maybe this is something to work on. Constructive criticism is fine. But this podcast isn't about judging people. This podcast isn't about nitpicking anybody or pointing anyone out in my past history. I am almost 28, literally tomorrow, um, as I record this. So I don't have the time to go through all the experiences I had in fine detail in my lifetime. But just know that I've fucked up a lot and I've learned a lot of shit. And so I share these stories to talk about what I learned. And that's the only goal of this podcast, really. essentially that's been the only goal of all my work online if you've been with me through the whole process since like 2018 then I've said it several times dozens of times that everything I post is honestly just a edited version of what I tell myself of the pet talks I give myself of the things that I reflect on because I need work. (laughs) And so everything I share is literally what I tell myself. Whether it was when I was a Christian and I was an author and I wrote books, again, all of them from personal experiences of me wrestling with myself and the things that I need to understand. All the way to now, six years later almost. Five, well, if, if you count the year that I wrote the book in six years. (laughs) 
And so, yeah, I'm giving this long disclaimer because it's going to bleed into the rest of the episode, which is that when you have a, well, I think everybody has a reputation, but when you have a, a life like mine, you definitely have a reputation. I'm smart and I'm assertive. And I'm also kind of chatty and I like to communicate and in the past, I've been aggressive, perfectionistic, but also people-pleasing. And I desired the most perfect outcome to happen, which I've shared multiple times in my, in my deconstruction story, everything. I feel like when I share these stories about myself, that humanizes me. And so there isn't a sense of otherness. You get what I'm saying? Like... I've tried my best to like really humanize myself in this in this podcast show. And so I've shared those stories countless of times of how I messed up or I reacted wrong or how I spent years being, you know, an unhealthy person and a bad friend. And I've said that several times on record and therefore I know for a fact that there's a reputation funny thing is your reputation I know there's like a general reputation and we kind of talked about that also a little bit when I talked about astrology and your midheaven because that's what your midheaven represents your outward appearance to others your reputation and also your career I am a Sagittarius midheaven and so that comes with a certain type of reputation Sagittarius has a certain reputation. The symbol of Sagittarius is the archer or the centaur. So it's literally um, someone going to war, essentially. Someone who um, leads the charge. It's a fire sign. If you were born between November 22nd and December 21st, I believe, you are a Sagittarius. That is your sun sign. That is the ego that you have I my sun sign is cancer so my ego is rooted in that which I think is also obvious because you know cancer is the crab and the crab has a hard shell on the outside but it's soft on the inside it's a water sign but my midheaven being that a Sagittarius comes with things and I share that um, in the astrology episode about how that is often characterized as idealistic, optimistic, positive, sometimes restless, inspirational. Sagittariuses are very much into um, higher education, thought, spirituality. But Sagittarius, that is a sign also characterized by, characterized by open-mindedness. One of the worst things a Sagittarius can do is be pigeonholed to one thing and become dogmatic. These are not things that I came up with. These are things that I research, as I tell y'all every time. I research things. I look things up. I consult several sources. I feel like that is essentially what school teaches you to do. It teaches you to research. 
It teaches you to have several sources and to explore and learn, to look at encyclopedias and articles and journals and case studies and surveys and tons of things to form your thoughts, opinions, and ideas. And I researched that. I didn't come up with this because I did not come up with astrology. <laughs> I do love it, though, and I appreciate how much it helps me better understand myself and others. Because ultimately, to me, understanding people is what bridges one of us together and makes us equals. And we're all equals. I have a podcast episode I wanted to talk about, and actually I technically already recorded. And most of these episodes were already planned. A lot of them, I planned the topic out in February. So these are not, there's literally only one episode that was actually created in the moment. And that was the Villain Era episode. And that is the only episode that I created specific to one singular person and event. But I have this episode that I already recorded called Bad Guy. And it talks about how we're all the bad guy. And I'm not going to go into that deep. But when we talk about reputation, I think it's important to realize that we're all bad people. And we're all good people. We're all on the spectrum of badness and goodness because we're all corrupt and we're all capable of corruption. We're all flawed. We're all imperfect. There was a time when I did not want to be imperfect because that came with a lot of shame. And it felt like a lot of people wanted to hold me to be ashamed. I didn't want to be ashamed, so I'd rather be perfect. There was a time that was real. And that journey, as I told y'all, broke me. It ruined my career, so to speak, when it comes to my Instagram account. I don't know how other people feel about social media, but for me, social media has always and almost only been a vehicle for my career. Um, there's a very, very short time period from like 2013 through to 2014 where social media was more just for me. And that's, that's basically it. Um, literally since 2014, social media for me has only been a vehicle and a tool for a career, for building an income and building my career, also related to my reputation and my midheaven of that being a Sagittarius. <laughs> because we make good marketers and um, we're often called the entertainer or the advisor or the philosopher. But my road to perfection ruined a lot of things. And it really broke down in 2020. 2020 was one of the darkest years of my life, as is for a lot of people. But for me, it was dark and no one seemed to notice. And that was frustrating for me because I, for a long time, was the type of person where I was like, why won't other people notice my pain? I'm not hiding it. I wrote poems about it. I wrote posts about it. I talk to people about it. I tell people up front, I'm in pain. I went through pain. I'm still in pain. I'm experiencing trauma. I'm experiencing anxiety. I've been depressed. I've wanted to unalive myself multiple times. And I have told people straight up to their face about it. <laughs> 
And I was so confused in 2020 because it's like, why do people not care? And the only thing I can think of is maybe it's my reputation. Maybe for some reason in my pursuit of perfection, that created an otherness of me. And so my pain no longer mattered to people. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I'm putting that blame on me, I guess, because I don't know why else anyone wouldn't have noticed when I'm telling them up front that I'm in pain and that I want someone to be there with me in pain so I can, in my pain so that I can not feel so alone in it. Now, thankfully, I've had a few and one very specific person that has always been there in my pain. There's one person that I can trust and rely on no matter what, literally no matter fucking what, in my life, um, good or bad. We've you know had bad arguments and we've had great times and that person has shown up for me in so many beautiful ways. And that person is literally one of the sole reasons why I am not only alive, but also here at this space in my life because that person constantly encouraged me especially in the last two or three years, to be myself unapologetically. There were times when I would be crying because I felt so trapped in my reputation as a Christian author, or I felt so trapped in my reputation as being like this good person that supposedly was perfect or whatever, even though, again, I was never perfect And I would be crying to this person like, this is not me anymore. And I just want to be myself in front of people. But I feel like the second I do that, people are going to be upset. And I wasn't wrong. People were upset. (laughs) I wasn't wrong about that at all. But it was just that person's support and kindness that pushed me through to do it anyway. The funny thing is... (laughs) When I really started to like do this hardcore was October 24th, 2022. And I can tell you the exact date because it happened through social media as it should have because social media was one of the biggest prisons for me, Instagram specifically. Um, Because Instagram was the space, as I told y'all before, where I cultivated a lot of my um, Christian influence Partially on purpose, also partially not on purpose. As I mentioned before, I wrote books. So my main goal wasn't necessarily to influence people per se as much as it was just to share the books that I wrote and share the work that I was doing. And over time, it shifted because I needed a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of people don't, didn't know and still don't know, but I've never had a full-time job, not once. And so... Things obviously shifted over time because I had to focus on Christian as much as you like sharing. You also need to sell these books. (laughs) And you also need to cultivate what you have in order to pay your bills. But ultimately, it became a prison in the end because it still wasn't me being me. Not really. In 2021, I had to hit a hard stop and start the journey of fully becoming me. And in October, October 24th specifically, 2022 was the first moment I did it in public. 
it wasn't the first moment I ever did it. It was the first moment I did it in public on social media. But a lot of the things that I do now and the, the way I identify now in a lot of ways when it comes to spirituality, sexuality, etc., all of those things are not only not new, but I already made decisions about them well over a year ago now. It just so happens that the public gets to know. But that's the thing about reputation. <laughs> As I wrote in my notes, reputation is something subjective. There is a general reputation. There is a generalized reputation we all carry, every single one of us. And we don't always get to decide how good or bad that is. Yes, it's partially due to our actions, but sometimes it could be like your actions from one day. And that's your reputation. And then there's the individualized reputation that we all have that is extremely subjective because it depends on each individual person that you've interacted with. There's... <laughs> There's a thing about reputation that I think is forgotten and when it comes to the individualized reputation, the individualized things that people see about you, I think people often forget that the reputation you have of one person is through the lenses of yourself and your life. As I said in the villain era episodes, sometimes, yeah, you are the villain in, in someone else's story, whether you want to be or not. And that goes right along with that, that you can't control your reputation all the time. When you're a retired people pleaser, you definitely have to learn how to find peace with that. I'm the type of person, I hate it when people misinterpret me or misrepresent me. I don't mind if they don't fully know me or fully understand me, but I've had to cut back on how much I want to clarify when people are wrong about me. Because sometimes people are just flat out wrong. Like they've got to ask backwards. And for a long time, I would try to correct everybody. But more recently, in the last few months, um, I've noticed that I've let that go quite a bit. And I think that's just because I just want peace. And I really don't fucking care what you think, I guess, because I know my story and I know the story I'm crafting. And honestly, by the time my story hits your ears, I was already back there processing it, you know, a year prior, months prior. By the time you hear my story, by the time you hear the up-to-date, the news update, by the time you get the Instagram story or the Snapchat, it was already planned <laughs> and processed. Unless you're one of the very, very, very <laughs> small circle of people that get to see the process, And those people, they do know who they are. So if you're wondering if that's you, 
it's probably not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My story, the updates that I give on my story, babe, I'm two steps ahead. <laughs> it's, it's like um, Nikocado Avocado. A lot of people are watching his channel and, you know, making assumptions or thoughts or whatever, opinions about his reputation and what he's doing with himself in his life. And then he comes out with a video last year, very short, four-minute video, where he says, I'm two steps ahead of y'all. And I watched that video and I just had to laugh because that is such a marketing play. And it's just like Taylor Swift too. Nikocado, Taylor Swift, both people who are ahead of people more than everyone else realizes. And by the time we get the update, by the time we get the new video, by the time we get the new album, that news is not warm, it's served cold. It's been reheated. <laughs> It's not new, and it's the same case for me. I don't share updates unless it's already been processed and decided. And I'm finding more and more peace in not having to correct people when they get that part wrong, when they misinterpret things wrong. You know, do I, do I still want respect and kindness? Yeah, but I no longer want to make someone understand me and understand my story because I know it already and I'm crafting it and I'm processing it on my own and I just want the freedom to do that essentially and I do think that's probably a common desire amongst people pleasers from what I've talked to other people pleasers about I have um I'm, now I'm thinking of well I have two very good friends here locally that I've talked to about people pleasing. Um, but also just in talking to people online, which I do because my work is online. This is not my job, by the way. Like, it's part of my work. Um, but this podcast is not my full-time income. I actually do a lot of different things. I'm a social media specialist, and I do that freelance. I also do um, some Etsy things. I even do some side things with DoorDash sometimes. Like I, <laughs> I do a lot of different things, um, but a lot of it is online. And a lot of my work has been online since college. So I do talk to people online quite a bit um, and interact with them, not only just for engagement, but because I find people interesting. And I do believe a lot of people pleasers go through this arc kind of this character arc where we see the road ahead of us and we know that road is going to involve a lot of disappointment but other people's disappointment but we've gotten to the point where there's no way to turn around because that life back there was shit <laughs> and not worth turning around for and we know better now so then we have to embark on that journey of disappointing other people and coming to terms with other people's disappointment and doing it anyway. 
Because ultimately, at the end of the day, those people don't live our lives. Those people don't live in our shoes. They don't wake up in our bed. They don't make our food. They don't live in our space, whether that's a house or an apartment or whatever. They're separate people. And we are the ones that live our lives. I've been wanting to oh. I've been wanting to do this episode for a very long time because of that date, October 24th, because me and my very, very wonderful best friend kind of called it my <laughs> my reputation moment. We are referencing Taylor Swift because also October 21st, three days prior, the Midnight's album came out and I loved it. And um, we were just having discourse about Taylor Swift in general. And so we called this my reputation moment because it was like I had spent months not engaging on social media out of fear and out of shame and wanting to dissociate and disconnect from people. And then I come back on. And I say, this is who I actually am, whether you like it or not. And yeah, a few people actually thought I was hacked, which I find so funny. I'm sitting there recording my face, talking to the camera. <laughs> people think I'm hacked because I'm just telling them that I'm not like you. I'm not a Christian anymore. I'm queer affirming, also queer, which we'll talk about another day. Um... <laughs> The way I wanted to share that was not how it's been shared, but I had planned on sharing that way differently in my life personally, and that didn't work out. But essentially I just said, hey, I'm just not that person. And I don't wanna be a person tied down to your opinions and ideals. And I've essentially lived that life since October 24th of constantly Living out the stuff I've been processing the last three years, since 2020, 2021. I've just been living that out in 2023. This year, the only new revelations I've really had are related to communication and career. None of this stuff that's unfolding is really that new. It's just simply me living out what I said I would do in October which is no longer live defined by everyone else's rules. It doesn't mean I just run around and wreak havoc. And honestly, a lot of my actions don't affect the people that try to talk to me about it. And I just find it funny, you know, when you have that reputation of being one thing and then you leave that reputation behind Suddenly people think that they have a say in what your new reputation is. They have a say in what your actions are. And sometimes that's out of genuine concern. Sometimes that's out of unhealthiness. I know in the past I've had unhealthiness where I was codependent, as I told y'all multiple times. I've been codependent. And so the desire to control other people's actions is innate when you're in 
when you're codependent. It's a, it's an innate state of codependency. It is integral to codependency. That's how codependency works a lot of times. You want to control other people's actions because their actions make you uncomfortable and you you lose peace when other people make actions that you're not comfortable with because you're attached in an unhealthy way. And so I've been that person and I've been that on the other side. And so I understand why some people think it's okay to um, come in a little hot when I start to do things differently. And the same is probably going to happen to you as a people pleaser. People are going to come in hot when you make changes because they're used to you being that other thing. They're used to your reputation being that other thing. And they're going to see it as you're ruining your life and whatnot. But at the end of the day, your life is your life to live. And that includes consequences, good or bad. And every choice you make, every action that you do, if you're really living your life and taking control of your your life and yourself and taking responsibility for your actions, it can solely be up to you anyway. Y'all know I'm the type of person... As I said, I have a rough outline for these podcasts. But I'm also the type of person where I let my words wander. And if you're not cool with that, or like if you really need someone to like give you cut and paste things, I'm sure by now you might be a little perplexed. So I want to give you a very cut and dry explanation of essentially everything I just said and everything I mean in this episode. You have a reputation, whether you like it or not. You have no control over what individuals think about you. As a former people pleaser, as a retired people pleaser, that sucks. Because a lot of times they will think that your actions are there to serve them. Maybe that's a subconscious belief. Maybe it's a conscious belief. It depends on the person, you know? Like if you're, you know, around someone that's not healed or healthy, it's probably more conscious. But a lot of people just naturally, because they care, subconsciously worry about your changes because they no longer feed into the things they approve of. And the things they like. You're changing though. As you should. And as you deserve to do. Because you're an adult. This podcast is for adults. I have it marked for adults. So it really. There should not be minors listening to this. (laughs) You're an adult. This is your life. No one else can live your life for you. No one else could live my life for me. And just as I had to decide to change, everyone was telling me, you're like this, you're like that, you act like this, you say that, and blah, blah, blah. So I changed. I chose to change. I chose to work on it. I chose to be a different person. I chose to walk towards freedom for myself. 
my freedom doesn't look like what they believe is free. Does that matter? No. Because Muslims think Christians are bound. And Jews think Muslims are bound. Catholics think Jehovah's Witness are bound. You see what I'm saying? Freedom for you, people pleaser, is not always going to be what they agree with. That doesn't mean it's wrong. Just because you don't subscribe to the same Kool-Aid, you know, they drink cherry, you drink orange, doesn't matter. Everyone equally has a right and a choice to make choices for themselves. And that includes the choice to change and pursue freedom. No matter who you are. And that means people won't like it. Not everyone. Some people will be supportive. And I definitely have some great people that have been supportive, whether they agreed or not. They've been kind and loving, whether they agree or not. And you might experience that. You might not. It depends on the people who are around you. I want to encourage you not to fight to make people understand you. You might do it anyway. <laughs> That's up to you. But take it from me, it's not worth it. Don't fight to have people understand you and understand your changes. And don't fight to have people understand your new reputation, the new life you're crafting, the new story. They don't need to understand you to be close to you. And they definitely don't fucking need to approve of you to be close to you. And if they make their approval of you the point of your closeness and intimacy and relationship, then it's not a healthy dynamic. It's probably codependent, sadly. I would know, again, I've been on the other side of that. I've been on the other side of that. I can tell you I was not healthy when I made my approval of people's actions a part of friendship or closeness. And so now I can also turn around and say, I was not healthy when I did that. And if I recognize that in you, I know what that looks like. And I'm not doing it. You get what I'm saying? There is nothing wrong with me saying, I was a kettle. And I'm avoiding kettles now. <laughs> and you can do the same thing. It doesn't matter at the end of the day if you're working on change. Now, don't be a kettle continuously and then try to avoid kettles. That's just craziness. <laughs> Hypocrisy. But choosing to grow and change means that it's okay to acknowledge how fucked up you were and also avoid people that are the same flavor of fucked up you used to be. That's fine. Do that if you need to. And then keep moving. I want to kind of circle the plane again as I just, I, I looped the plane around once and I gave y'all a very comprehensive, literally I'm basically telling y'all my outline. <laughs> explaining what I'm saying. 
But I want to circle the plane again. This time more with a analogy. I want to talk about Taylor Swift's Reputation album. Whether you like Taylor Swift or not, or think she's a great singer or not, has nothing to do with this example. She's very smart. <laughs> Extremely smart. She went through shit where maybe sometimes she was wrong and maybe sometimes she wasn't. But she was also wronged on top of that. And then she was thrown under the bus. She doesn't talk or post or share anything publicly, and I think even privately, with anyone for a full year. And then she comes out with her Reputation album. And she leans into the negative narrative people have for her, whether it's right or wrong. She says, sure, I'm a snake. Sure, I'm a liar. Fine, call me a witch. But there's a specific line she says in the song, Look What You Made Me Do, that I have really thought hard about. And it's when she says, maybe I already got mine, but you're going to get yours too. And I think it just resonates me because it's this understanding of the fact that we all get burned, whether we like it or not. We all reap what we sow. We all experience karma. All of us. And she's acknowledging, yeah, I've, I've done wrong and I, I reaped the wrongness. But that doesn't make you exempt either. My reputation's not perfect. And I have everything, I've lost everything. I've, I've had everything to lose and lost it. And now I'm gonna lean into that narrative. You wanna call me this crazy woman who's a liar and a snake? So be it. I'm gonna go out here and craft my own story now. And if you wanna try to burn me down I'll just use it to keep me warm. And she stopped <laughs> trying to make everybody in her past experience the karma they were supposed to experience for what they did. She stopped trying to make all the tabloids write good things about her. She stopped worrying about her image because it was already ruined. She already ruined her life. So now she's making and forging her own path in her own name. Literally re-releasing her own music in her own name. Um, but also doing whatever she wants because she's not tied down to a record label. And so I think 
this is the path of a people pleaser. I could be wrong, but I think this is the path of a people pleaser. We were once tied down because we chose to be. We were once tied down because we created a life that meant we were slaves to perfectionism and slaves to other people's approval. And now we no longer want to do that. And that means sometimes people are going to perceive us all kinds of ways, good or bad. That means sometimes people are going to say things about us that aren't true. Maybe even sometimes say things that are true. I don't know. But the best choice to make in that time is not to run from that. It's not to avoid that. It's not to hide from other people's words, thoughts, and opinions, ideas, whatever. It's to be an adult, to stand up and say, I'm creating my own path. Whether you approve of my path or not. And I'm going to suffer my own consequences. You're not going to make me suffer those. I will suffer them as time unfolds, however I'm supposed to. Or maybe it's going to work out. Because there isn't one dogma. There isn't one ideal. There isn't one set list of rules for life for any person on this planet. And just because you believe something to be true does not mean that's true for the other 8 billion people on the planet. So you can fight tooth or nail to pull me back into that system of people-pleasing, to pull me back into that system of wanting your approval. But I'm going to go over here and create my own path and live my own life because I'm an adult and this is my life. Only I can live it. Whether you like it or not. And all I ask is if you're going to be here, listen, be kind, and trust that at the end of the day, I'm just trying to work it out. As a retired people pleaser, I am just trying to work out my own life. And that that's okay because, I mean, everybody is trying to work out their own life every single day, no matter who they are, no matter what they believe. We're all just trying to live and live to the best of our own abilities. Your reputation might have been good, it might have been bad, but that's no longer you anymore. You're a new person now. You've let go of things that needed to be let go of and unlearned things that needed to be unlearned, and you're working towards healing and freedom. I encourage you to find someone trustworthy. As I said before, also try to get with a counselor if you can. If you can afford it, I know that's hard because it's 
it's both a privilege and a necessity. Um, but I hope you have a group around you of people that love you despite disagreeing if they disagree. That's how it should be. Thankfully, I do, and I know that's going to continue to help me in this process. I have multiple people that have made it clear with me that they care, even if they disagree. And I appreciate that, and I hope the same for you. And I hope the following episodes continue to help you on this journey of forging your own path and building your own life and living your life. Saying fuck faulty beliefs so you can mold your own damn life. I appreciate you and I'm so glad you listened to this episode. I hope it empowered you. Let's talk again soon. Thank you.